0: time for success profiles radio with your host brian k wright here on the rockstar radio network have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living then success profiles radio is the program for you every week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take just a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. Now, all of us have had difficult people in our lives at one point or another, and for me, that person was a roommate who thankfully moved out today. Finally, after eight long months, one of the things that made life difficult is that he would complain about everything. Nothing was ever good enough for him. There were times where my strategy would be to argue back or defend my position, but finally I decided to try something different, and perhaps this could work for you. Sometimes you just need to let the other person vent and get everything out of their system. However, when the other person is finished, try not to say anything at all in response. Sometimes the awkward silence is too much for the other person to take, and they will rush in and fill the vacuum by talking again. What you may find is that the other person will talk themselves into a corner, or perhaps even talk themselves out of their original position. This does take some self-control, but sometimes this strategy works really, really well. The whole idea is simply that when someone decides to escalate an argument on you, there is no obligation on your part to match and mirror what they're doing. After all, mastering oneself is the most important form of mastery there is. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Ryan Lowe. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Ryan Lowe is a professional, motivational keynote speaker, sales trainer, consultant, and author. His passion is to work with organizations that want to inspire and motivate their leaders and team members with principles that will help create a positive culture and mindset to achieve excellence. Ryan's keynote presentations are intertwined with professional and personal experiences, including several personal tragedies and a near-death experience. He also shares his key message, success isn't determined by background, experience, or anything else. It's all in your attitude. During his career, he has achieved award-winning sales positions and became one of the most requested speakers and trainers with Brian Tracy Seminars. He has also served as the vice president of sales for two financial services corporations and as a partner in a financial services startup. Ryan received a bachelor's degree in marketing from Southeastern Louisiana University. His love for helping others makes him one of America's most exciting motivational keynote speakers. He also writes articles for several magazines and is the author of one of the most talked-about books in the market today, Get Off Your Attitude. Ryan and his book have been featured in print, radio, and television all over the country. He and his book were highlighted in Selling Power magazine and was also featured by Success Magazine in their Success Book Summary program. As president and chief attitude officer of Get Off Your Attitude seminars and presentations, Ryan specializes in keynotes, sales training, and consulting. He's had the wonderful opportunity to work with such amazing companies such as Keller Williams, New York Life, University of Phoenix, Abbott Laboratories, Zimmer Solutions, American Heart Association, and MetLife Financial Advisors. We will discuss all of this and so much more on today's show. And with all this in mind, here is my very special guest, Ryan Lowe. Ryan, are you there? Yes, good, uh, good evening. Hey, thank you. Welcome to Success Profiles Radio. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be here this evening. Well, fantastic. So the first question I usually ask everyone, Ryan, is to tell us how you got started. Give us your backstory, what you learned, what you overcame, and how you got to where you are right now.
2: Well, uh, I guess it all started when I was in uh, when I got out of college, well, right before I went back to college, I actually went to college uh, at Southern Mississippi uh, in sports medicine and decided my senior year, I decided not to uh, forego uh, the the major that I was going after, which was sports medicine. I felt like I wanted to be in sales marketing. So I took a year off, moved to Dallas, Texas, got into sales, and uh, heard about a gentleman by, the, gentleman by the name of Brian Tracy
1: mm-hmm. from
2: a trainer that came to Dallas and um, got one of his tapes in the... Crazy thing is um, I got the tape, moved back to Louisiana, it inspired me to bo- move back to Louisiana, get my degree, um, get my degree. I moved back to Dallas and end up a year and a half later working for Brian Tracy. and working for the gentleman that gave me that tape uh, about wow. three years before wow. and I fell into it by accident. He was a friend of a friend and he asked me if I would love to uh, go out and speak to a company out in Fort Worth, Texas. I told him I never did it before, and he said, you know what, can't hurt to try. So I went out there and did it and caught the bug, and uh, it's been in my blood ever since to go out and speak and uh, work with people. And wow. um, I traveled all over the country uh, promoting Brian Tracy, and then I decided to get out of that business for a little bit and get into the, back into the corporate world. And as uh, you had stated before, I was the vice president of two major companies based out of Dallas. And then when I decided to move back to Louisiana to uh, be closer to family, my business that I had started, my startup company, had failed. And um, with that being said, I went through a really, really negative, tough time. Um, I had that victim mentality. Mm -hmm. And um, about four in the morning, um, the words, get off your attitude, came to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know where I heard them. I went online. I looked for them. I thought maybe, you know, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, Les Brown, one of the... One of my mentors had said it, couldn't find it anywhere. Um, then I bought uh, went to godaddy.com and all the websites were available and I used it as my slogan for about two years and decided to write a book and put a seminar together about it and use it as a message to help others be positive about their lives and uh, no matter what adversity, dealing with negative people such like as you you know you did this week or today mm-hmm. um, it's all on how we respond and on how we're on how we're going to approach things. So it really, um, you know, once that that uh, message came to me and I, I really stuck to it, and it helped me get out through some tough times. Like I said, I thought that I would share that with the world, and that's what I did with the book. And in the book, and I'm sure you'll you'll ask me questions about it. But a yes. lot of it's about stories of personal friends and tragedies and good times and a lot of. Uh, negative times that i've been through that really um i had to really dig down deep and, and check my attitude and get off my attitude as well
1: yeah sometimes you you have to go through a lot of really deep inner work i mean i've been a really good friend of mine has been coaching me for most of this year and there's a lot of that you know introspection that you have to do you know who are you what can you and only you do to make a difference in this world and and you know what is stopping you what is blocking you from your progress And i'm sure you had to go through a fair share of that too isn't that right
2: Yes, uh-huh, absolutely.
1: Okay, so let me ask you, when you worked uh, speaking at all these different companies, was that in conjunction with Brian Tracy, or did you do this once you got out on your own?
2: Uh, this is all when I got out, out of my own. Um, since I've been back in Louisiana, I've been doing this since 2009, mm-hmm. um, and it's really just been word of mouth, networking, marketing myself. And then when the book came out, the book kind of took a life of its own, and yeah. um Really, just uh, you know, people enjoying the book, enjoying the messages, enjoying the the trainings that I have, and um, so it's really been a whirlwind. And um, a lot of these companies, I'm, I'm I really uh, been blessed to work with them.
1: Yeah. So for those who out there who are listening and are marketing a book or marketing their company or want to. Uh, Align themselves with uh, people with a lot more reach. Your book has been highlighted in Selling Power magazine and also featured in Success magazine. How did those opportunities come to you? Because those are very, very widely read publications.
2: Um, I was um, uh, introduced to them by my publisher, actually. Um, Someone within the, I think one of our writers was introduced to both of those groups. And uh, my uh, publisher went out and met with them. And out of, uh, I, I was very blessed on that. Um, I, I was very blessed with that as well, because they actually chose my book out of several of the other authors books. So it wasn't like they were just pushing my book. It was uh, they, they gave several names of books and sent some books of that nature. And they really, uh, um, really loved the title of mine and thought it really went well with what they were trying to do.
1: That is really fantastic, and boy, I'll tell you what did did you how did you leverage that once those uh, publications highlighted your book?
2: Um, I use it in a lot of marketing. As a matter of fact, today um, there's a, several radio or I mean television stations that I'm looking to get on, and it's a great piece to uh, plug in with my press my media kit. And um, really, I just uh, I, I've really used it too for for. Uh, you know getting with more sales companies because my my love is i love doing sales training mm-hmm. sales training to me is one of my favorite things, and that 's what I do with brian tracy so that 's one of the things that um I really love to do during you know my my daytime and then speaking, I do a lot of keynotes and uh big presentations you know uh several a month that kind of thing mm-hmm. but yeah i 've been able to use those those uh marketing pieces and those opportunities to open a lot of doors and it has.
1: That's fantastic and you run your own company now. Uh, for those who are solopreneurs, talk about the advantage and uh, of hiring and, and sourcing things out. You have employees in your company, right?
2: Actually, it's just me and one other person. I've kept okay. it pretty slim.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay. So what mitigated your decision to, to hire someone and have someone work for you?
2: Well, my thing is this. Uh, if you want to be successful, and I've learned this in any business, you can't do everything on your own. Um, there's quite a few people that I have seen where, uh, they, they try to go on their own, uh, do everything on their own and there's just not enough time in the day. And, um, I feel that God's given us all kinds of gifts and some of the Mm -hmm. gifts that some people have, I don't have. So I'd rather hire them for that and, um, and be successful that way.
1: Yeah, and I, I've always said do what you love to do. Do what is your core area of genius and source out the things that you either don't want to do or don't have time to do. Uh, it's it's very much like if you know that your car needs to be fixed and you have no idea how to do it, why not pay someone who does that all the time? It's going to eventually be a lot less expensive than it is to try and do it yourself and not have any idea what you're doing.
2: Absolutely, and and that's one of the things. Uh, you make a great point there that um, too many people try to go out and do too many things. Or one of the other things, too, is, is once you realize how much your time is worth, um, it's hard to take that, that, you know, that hourly cap off that you're used to making to go do something a little smaller. So you might as well just pay for it, get it done. Like you said, don't waste time and just move on.
1: Yeah, exactly. We've got about 30 seconds here to our first break. My very special guest this week is Ryan Lowe. He is the author of the book, Get Off Your Attitude. We will talk about that book in great detail once we come back from our first break. Ryan has had a very successful career in sales and marketing. He has his own sales training company, and uh, I was very happy that we had a chance to explore all of those things. But we will talk about Ryan's book, Get Off Your Attitude, right after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away.
0: is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network.
2: Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? Smartguy.com is one of the fastest-growing business networks in the world. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves the smart guy. Smartguy.com.
1: At Solove, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solove with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. we started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use, and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile Service. And simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solove revolution.
0: And
1: we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and my very special guest this week is Ryan Lowe. He's written a book called Get Off Your Attitude. If you want to call in and talk to Ryan or ask a question, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. So, Ryan, let's talk about your book for the rest of the show. It's called Get Off Your Attitude. You talked a little bit about how this came about, but tell us more about the backstory behind it and why you wrote this book.
2: Well, the backstory of it is, is uh, like I mentioned a little bit, I had lost my business. And um, I had just moved back to Louisiana, and I was looking for a, a home to purchase and, and figure out where I was going to live in Louisiana, either New Orleans or a suburb. And um, in the midst of all of this, my business partner and I had to close our business, and um, it was due to some tough economic situations that we were in and we both decided, you know what, it's better just to uh, decide to close it. It was a very hard thing to do. It was something that we built for two and a half years. It was an uh, insurance company with mortgage protection insurance and all of our clients were mortgage protection, uh, mortgage companies that were selling mortgage protection for us. So anyway, that went under and I had to move from New Orleans to Baton Rouge, which is about an hour away. Mm-hmm. And I had to rent a room from a friend of mine, or actually lived on his couch for several weeks, then had to rent a room from him. And I paid off all my debts, paid everything off. And when I moved there, my brother-in-law had to give me $100 because that's how broke I was. Mm. And um, I took this entry-level sales position, um, couldn't stand it, hated it, hated where I lived. I mean, I hated everything. And I just finally come to a realization, like I said, about four in the morning, that I decided that, you know what, Stop the pity party. Stop, you know, blaming everyone else. Stop, you know, really focusing on the negative and focus. Start focusing on anything positive that I could find. And when Get Off Your Attitude came to me at four in the morning, it was something that I just stuck with. And um, I told friends about it. And I started writing notes. I started looking at quotes. I started really putting ideas together. Picking up stories. I was picking up stories everywhere, from church to um, friends to whatever I could. And really just started mapping it out, started telling people. And it was amazing once I started that journey on how many friends came to me and helped me and gave me ideas and gave me the right people to contact. And the crazy thing about it was is I didn't even have the book completely finished. I was going to self-publish it. I had all of the work done for self-publishing. And a friend of mine told me about doing a Get Off Your Attitude bracelet because that's when the Live Strong bracelets were really popular. Yes. And so I did the Get Off Your Attitude bracelet. And those things went like crazy around Louisiana. I had Saints players, LSU players, local celebrities. I had people all over the country ordering them, wearing them. I had stores, all, still have stores here in Louisiana that sell them. And it just became like this great little hit here. And so what I did was is people would send in pictures. I would take pictures with the bracelet. I had, like I said, celebrities, Saints players with the bracelet. And I did a video. I just got an iPhone. I did a video uh, on my iPhone, put it on Facebook, and one of my mentors, I tagged him on Facebook and a gentleman from my publishing company saw my video, called me up the next day and signed an agreement with me to publish my book and didn't even read one sentence, one word, didn't read anything about it and loved everything about what I was doing and uh, that's how it all came to be. So it was definitely a miracle.
1: I love that story, Ryan, and that just goes to show that if you are writing a book and you want to get it published, a publisher wants to know that you have a platform. They want to know that you have proven that you have an audience, and Ryan, you've done that. That's why I think you got that deal without having a word of it read by the publisher first. You showed that you had a platform, and you showed that you had interest around what you were doing, and that's how they figured out that you might be a good, a good risk, so to speak, to bet on
2: right and and I'll tell you this though the number one point out of that story is is don't listen to the negativity when you're going after a dream, yes. because I had so many people tell me it's too hard publishers won't pick you up uh they will not be interested in this you it it's you know they gave me statistics that you know how hard it is um how hard is it to write a book, how hard it is it to uh find a uh editor. How hard is it to find a publisher? How hard it is it to, to find a graphic artist that's good? I mean, I got the most negative comments every time I said, and, you know, people were, who are you to write a book and all that? Mm-hmm. And if I can tell one, I mean, pinpoint one thing out of that story is don't listen to the negativity. Just stay focused. Keep doing what you want to do. Keep driving. And I promise you, th- things will fall into place for you, even when you don't even know how they did.
1: That's awesome. And that leads me to a really important question. And obviously, the whole topic of your book is having a positive attitude. And it's really important. For those people who do have a difficult time staying positive, especially when they are facing something very difficult, what kind of strategies do you recommend for us, Ryan?
2: Well, the one thing that I always recommend is just smile. Um, that's one of the chapters in the book. And one of the things that I learned um, a long time ago is just to, when you're going through a negative situation, is to smile at it. And you can do it uh, figuratively, or you can use the acronym that I put in the book. And one of the things I always look at when anytime I'm going through any type of adversity or looking at anything that uh, is going to be a challenge is I use uh, the uh, the breakdown of SMILE and what uh, the acronym of SMILE. And what SMILE stands for is the S is stop and think about what you're about to go through. M is measure the problem. How big is it? Is it going to be a 10-second, a 10-minute, a 10-hour, a 10-week? I is write down. And identify all the solutions to overcome this. Mm. L is live and learn from it. And then E is enjoy the outcome. And I use that formula. It's something I came up with. It's a formula that I use anytime that I'm really going up against something strong, because one of the things that um, I've learned in life is that you just got to keep smiling, even when you don't want to, you keep smiling. And um, it's amazing what that can do for you and how that can just that one act alone can help you stay positive.
1: Oh, absolutely, and one thing I tell people all the time is uh, you might be the only ray of light that someone sees all day long, so that's very, very important.
2: Absolutely, and people don't realize that. Um, they had that song, When You Smile, The uh, the World Smiles Back At You. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what people don't realize is that a lot of times people are looking for your smile. Is that a Tony Bennett song? Actually, no. That is, uh, gosh, I think it, Louis Armstrong sung that. Okay. Um, But the Tony Bennett smile that you uh, refer to is the one that I listen to all the time um, that I feel that's one of the best songs that's out there about uh, smiling.
1: Yeah. Oh, Tony Bennett is amazing. Even now, he still has a phenomenal voice. I just love listening to him.
2: My wife and I I actually got to see him. um, I lived all across the country, never had the opportunity to see him. I had tons of opportunities to see him. And uh, my wife and I got to see him three years ago in New Orleans, here at the Mahalia Jackson Theater, and he sang a cappella throughout the whole building, and you would have thought the gentleman had a mic. Wow. One of the most uh, amazing people that I've ever seen uh, in concert.
0: Wow. and um,
2: But his song, if it, a lot of people sing that song. Um, the person that came up with it, and I'm trying to find that real quick. I can't, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, and I love the story of the song. Let me see. Charlie Chaplin.
0: Okay. Perfect. Oh yes.
2: And yes. if you ever watched hit the movie, his biography, his brother walks up to him, and I wrote, I did the book I just saw the biography maybe about six months ago, and the his brother walks up to him, and everything's falling apart, and says, "Charlie, what are we going to do?" And he he looked at his brother and said, "We're just going to smile." Hmm. So every time uh, I I always think of that anytime I go through any type of
1: adversity. That's great. So, you also talk a little bit about the importance of associations, specifically uh, flying with eagles. How did your life change when you decided to hang around with a new crowd?
2: Well, that's one of the things that I find that is uh, very strong. I have a lot of close friends that I grew up here with in Louisiana that uh, live all across the country, Um, friends that I met. um, It's amazing, you know, when you're being positive. Um, how many people you attract being positive and being with Brian Tracy and traveling and meeting these people. I have friends and luckily to Facebook, I've been able to reconnect with a lot of these people. I never thought I would be able to, um, that are eagles around the country. And we always get together, we talk. And it's amazing when, you know, something like the book, like I said before, when I'd go to one person, they would tell me, oh, you know how tough it is, you know how hard it is. And then you go to an eagle, um, such as a close friend that I grew up with here, uh, my friend George. And he, one of the first people I went to and he said, man, you need to write that book. That That's all, that's all you, you need to stay focused and do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing when you have close friends like that, that push you along and, um, and, you know, tell you to keep going forward because that's, that's what gets you through the days. And uh, one of my biggest eagles is my wife. There were many times that I wanted to give up on the book. I didn't want to, uh, I, I wanted to quit. I thought things were just bleak and bland and I'm still trying to stay positive, And you know, uh, dealing with money and all these other things. And my wife's like, no, keep going forward. This is what God's called you to do. Stay forward. And she's been my biggest eagle.
1: That is awesome. And we all need at least one of those in our lives. And so, it, really, if. If anyone out there is, is having a difficult time, and one of, the, one of Jim Rohn's, my favorite Jim Rohn quote is that uh, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, mm-hmm. and you, if you're surrounding yourself with the five eagles like Ryan's talking about, you're not going to fail. You're going to go far, and those people will pick you up when you're down. We've got less than two minutes to the next break, so let me ask you uh, about something else you talk about, Ryan. Let's talk about dreaming out loud. What exactly does that mean?
2: That means to not be afraid and not have fear of letting people know about your dreams. Um, when I decided to write my book, I met with a lady that was a, uh, editor and she was, first of all, she was going to help me. And then it just didn't work out the way I, she didn't have the same vision I did. But one of the things I learned from her was to tell people about your dream and dream out loud and not be afraid about it. And it's amazing when you do do that, that your friends, your Eagles will, um, will challenge you and will, uh, keep you focused on that dream. Um, there's many, like I said, many a times where I would tell my friends about what I'm doing and and um, and be excited about it. And and I'm glad that you put those two together, the eagles and the dreams, because be one of the things that I tell people all the time is you have to be very careful with your dreams. You almost have to treat them like your children and be very careful on who you tell your dreams to. Um, I didn't go out and just tell anybody. I told my eagles, and there was several people eagles that turned into owls that I didn't realize that would. And you know what? I cut those people off and I I stayed with the Eagles and and stayed focused on that.
1: Okay. We've got about 30 seconds to our next break. We're talking with Ryan Lowe. His book is called Get Off Your Attitude. If you do want to call us and spend some time with us, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. We'll talk a little bit more about the book after the break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio.
0: To motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: Saving Solutions' innovative Double Green plan enables you to switch to energy efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more. And that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our Double Green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no of pocket cost we'll pay for your new lights and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings from the very first day that your new leds are lighting your life you'll realize a positive cash flow and you'll be doing something positive for our environment for a free cost and energy savings analysis call joshua may at 888-620-8133 extension 7082 or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com
0: Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles It's Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. On the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Ryan Lowe, and we're talking about his book, Get Off Your Attitude. If you want to call in and participate in this discussion, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. So, Ryan, let's talk about... The value of evaluating the way that we spend our time. People think, "Oh, gosh, nothing good is happening for me." What What is it going to take? Well, the way we spend our time has an awful lot to do with whether we succeed or not. Correct?
2: Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that um, that I I, I kind of came up with myself is all of us always want to reach a goal. We always write our goals. 2014's right around the corner, and I'm already writing my goals for 2014. And my vision of what I want to accomplish, and one of the things that we always do when we write down goals is we write what we want to do and what date we want to get it completed by. But the 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 missing piece of it is is first of all, how much am I going to commit myself, and what are my habits on doing that? And what I mean by commitment and habits is how much time am I going to spend on these goals? Mm. Um, and that's one of the things I, I try to challenge people is, is when they're, when they're working on a goal, when they're working on something, what did, what did, even myself, I'm writing my, my plan of action for 2014. I even write what my distractions are. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a, uh, a look back on what I did last week. You know, maybe I jumped on the internet a little too long. Maybe I was on the phone with a uh, someone a little bit too long. Um, did I get what I wanted to get accomplished for the day? And that's what I always try to challenge people is this, Every day, do something towards your goal. If it's, you know, if it's writing a book, yeah, that's one of the biggest things I had to learn to do is you better spend 30 minutes to an hour writing your book. Even if you don't have anything, just start writing. Um, If it's any type of goal, you have to do something every single day and put time toward it. And then, um, you know, one of the things I learned from Stephen Covey was is, you know, I put an ABC by it. And if it's top of the line, it's an A. If it's really not something I need to be doing today, I put a C. And then what we talked about a little while ago, I put a D and E to it. I delegate it. That's what the D stands for. And then E is I eliminate it to get rid of it. So time is very valuable. And um, I've learned that through, uh, you know, if 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 most people, if you haven't read my book, I dedicated my book to my grandmother. And uh, I called her Momo. And after seeing when she passed away when I was in the eighth grade, it really put a spin on me. It put a it, it, it challenged me in my life that we're not here for a long period of time. So whatever you want to do, you better do it now, and um, and no excuses.
1: Absolutely, I, I love that. Especially when you talk about identifying goals, you have to identify what your resources are, but also figure out what is. Potentially out there that could distract you and how are you going to deal with it. I love that. That was a really, really amazing point that you made, Ryan. Thank you so much for that. Let's talk about how we tend to let our past be our baggage. I mean, we all have a past. We've all had things that have happened to us that we have to deal with. But sometimes it's really hard to get past our past. How do we do that? How do you recommend that we work with that?
2: One of the things I. Uh, that I always talk about. And if you've seen my book, i I pretty much put it in chronological order. Um, and one of the things is is having your dreams set, your goals set, is one of the best ways to get past your past. If you're always looking forward and you have vision of what your what you know uh, of what your future's gonna look like, um in my book, i call, I, I say that a visionary is someone that's got th- their foot in the present and a foot in the future at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if you're focused on that, there's no reason to look back. Back, and one of the things I always try to tell people as well um, in the book. I mean, you know, losing my grandmother, um, I got shot when I was in high school. Um, uh, I, I, there's all kinds of different things I, that I went through, and with that being said, those were all events. Those mm-hmm. are not things that dictated, you know, dictate my future. They don't dictate who I am. They, they're not going to sit there and steal from me. And a lot of people allow that. And um, my friend, one of my close friends, uh, George, um, he got caught up in something that he wasn't involved in and ended up going to prison for a couple of years. And this gentleman, he's one of my best friends. I grew up with him. And something that he had to put aside as well as something that he went through. He said, you know what, Ryan, this is a um – after reading my book, he said, you know what, Ryan, you're right. This is an event. This is not going to dictate who I am. And this guy's got a bright future ahead of him. He's got a lot of things ahead of him that are great, and that's what I try to tell people: stop looking backwards. There's a reason why the rearview mirror is only a several inches, and the yes. windshield several, you know, <laughs> is a lot bigger. Because yeah. you know what? When you drive forward, or you look forward. It, it, your future and your vision could be wonderful, uh, yeah. but you got to stop looking backwards.
1: I, I really love that. That's great. Let's talk about the importance of faith. I know it's important for you. It's important for me as well. And there are several dip- different types of faith that you talk about in your book. Well, yeah,
2: I break it down into three parts. I mean, one of the things that I always first say is, and this is me, I don't tell people where to go get their faith, where, you know, uh, what church or what religion. But I, first of all, I put my faith in God and that He's putting me in the right steps and uh, He's guiding my path and He's putting me the right people in front of me, which I do believe. And he's put me on this this, this great journey. Um, I also say that you need to believe in others. Um, I think that when you believe in others, that's one of the first parts of leadership is when you believe in others, they'll do things that they couldn't think that they could do. And when people believed in me, I had a mentor believe in me when I was writing my book. Even when I was getting back into the speaking, going on my own, not promoting a big speaker, and now i got to promote myself that nobody knows um I had several mentors see me speak and they came to see me speak and they saw my videos and saw my websites and said Ryan you know you really got a lot of great talent you need to keep moving forward so that helped that pushed me along even when I had doubt and fear and then also it's really believing in yourself that's that's one of the main things is if you don't believe in yourself um no one else will believe in you uh, it's very hard even the people that you think that will um uh, they won't because they'll they'll get tired of, you know, the negativity, they'll get tired of uh the excuses and get tired of the things that you're not you know, you're not accomplishing. So mm-hmm. you really uh even when nobody else wants to believe in you, you have to believe in yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah. What do you tell what do you tell people who have a difficult time believing in themselves?
2: Um I try to tell people to look at their strengths. What are they what are some of the things that they have done? Um if you're going to look in your past what are some of the things that you've accomplished? What are some of the goals? People always, when I do my workshops or my speaking engagements, I talk about goals and dreams. And you know, some people tell me that they have a hard time with goals. But then I ask the the group, I'm like, well, how many of you reached the goal, and how did it make you feel? So if you need to go back and and use those those wins uh, in your life and those thing those great things that have happened to you, those goals that you've accomplished, use that as stepping stones to get to the next goal, the next thing that you want to accomplish and because we've all you know had great things happen to us we've done you know great things in our life Mm -hmm. that's what we need to focus on as well
1: right exactly and even even if you look back at some of the seemingly simple stuff i mean learning how to walk is accomplishing a goal going to school for the first time is meaningful graduating from high school if you graduate from high school is is meaningful Learning how to drive, if you've learned how to drive, is meaningful. I mean, we all have accomplished something you know, fairly significant, and you're absolutely right about that. I think a lot of people tend to minimize what they've done, and they think, oh, well, everyone's done that. Well, no, that's not true. Not everyone has graduated from school. Not everyone has learned how to drive. Not everyone is able to walk. I mean, God bless them, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, and I just love what you just said.
2: And, and that rolls right into being thankful, having the attitude of gratitude that these things have happened to you or things that you can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really goes back to besides being grateful, just really getting around those eagles again, because right that at that point, what you had mm-hmm. said, those things that you've accomplished, so many people haven't accomplished them. So they'll be yeah. the first ones that will tell you not to do it. It can't be done. Yeah. Um, that's why I go to people that have accomplished big things because I'm asking them, how did they do it? Because if mm-hmm. I have the why not me attitude, if
0: mm-hmm. they did
2: it, why not me? And, right. um, and that's one of the attitudes I think everybody should have is the why not me attitude.
1: Right. And a lot of the world's greatest entrepreneurs that we know of uh, dropped out of college to start their dream. And so, you know, I mean, everyone has something that they can rely on and it's just really our task to figure out what that is. And like you said, surround yourself with eagles, surround yourself with people who will support and love your dream and to help you out.
2: And, and one of the things too that, that I would challenge everyone is um, look at the big picture when you look at someone's life. And I, let me give you an example. Okay. Um, I love watching the biography channel. I used to love watching vh one behind the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching some of the ESPN shows that come on about uh, athletes. I love football. Um, so I love to watch these things. And I love watching these, these stories because everyone sees the success they're having now in the NFL or in the NBA or you know being up on the big stage. But what did they go through to get there? And it's amazing the stories, yeah. the defeats that these people went through. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. people don't look at that. They always look at the big picture and they, they see the money and the glamour and the fame, but they don't see the nights that they didn't have any money or the nights that they slept in their car. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. Every successful person could talk to you probably for days of all the the, the uh, unsuccessful things that they went through to get yeah, there.
1: Exactly. We've got less than two minutes to our last break. So let me ask you real quickly, what do you think the relationship is between attitude and health?
2: Attitude and health plays a large role. Um, first of all, you have to get your attitude right b- toward your health. And I think being one of the – if you really want to be a wealthy person in life as far as um, not by money but just be, to, to have a wealth of health, that's why I called it that, mm-hmm. is because um, you have to have your health to do anything. And I just went through a battle this summer that kind of mm-hmm. took me on a, on a spin uh, that um, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Unfortunately, it was not um, uh, uh, cancerous or anything of that nature, but it really affected my body and the way it works and everything. So I just went for the past six months. I just went through a tough thing, and I'm still not out the woods yet. And I, I learned so much about when you're not feeling well and you're, you don't have the health and you're not feeling great about yourself, it's very hard to accomplish anything else.
1: Wow. That, that is absolutely amazing, and I would never know. I would have never known that, but thank you for you know, being authentic enough to share all of that because I'll tell you what. I mean, a lot of us have unseen struggles, and boy, I'll tell you what. When you choose to be authentic and to lay it all out there, you realize who your friends and supporters really are. You know who your eagles are going to be.
2: Absolutely.
1: absolutely.
2: And and Health plays a large role, and I try to tell people to do anything that they can to, to stay healthy and keep a good attitude towards your health.
1: That's great. And we will come right back after our final break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My uh, very special guest is Ryan Lowe. We're talking about his book, Get Off Your Attitude. We'll finish the show right after the break. Please stay with us.
0: is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking
1: for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand?
0: In today's business world, you have to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's a great tool, and Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. Join us for the LinkedIn lady show every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Carol is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. In each show, the LinkedIn lady will have a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, linkedinlady.com. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show with your host, Carol McManus. Every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Ryan Lowe. His book is called Get Off Your Attitude. And Ryan, let's talk about something that's really, really important. Our attitude toward money is essential. The way we think about it, the way that we uh, contemplate it, the way that we use it. How do you think that has an impact on our financial success?
2: Well, just like anything, and uh, attitude, that's why I, I love the topic because it, it really does play in such a large role with everything like you brought up your health, your past friendships. I mean, really the way you look at things and the way you feel about things, that's Mm -hmm. your attitude. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately growing up, um, it really, we at a young age is when we get uh, exposed to money, how to deal with it. Uh, If we save, if we don't save, if we have somebody that was in our life, an Eagle in our life that showed us how to really deal with money. Um, And even myself, I struggled with money uh, for many years on, um, you know, not making enough or not saving enough or not, you know, um, spending it on the wrong things. Um, so once I challenged myself to find books and find uh, people that are great with money, I, I tried to learn as much as I could because it's something every – and I don't care how old someone is, you can always change your attitude towards something. And, and I, and I want to go back to uh, something that I wrote earlier in the book that's in the book that's called The Law of Attitude. And what, it's, what I state is – We've all heard the law of attraction. We've all heard the law of cause and effect. Well, I came up with the law of attitude, and my thing is this: is if there's anything you want to change in your world, you must first change your attitude toward it. And like we said, we talked to health. We talked about health. Now we're talking about money. You have to change your attitude toward it. Now, what are you going to do about it? You know, if it's a goal of yours to uh, find out savings plans, find out how to spend better, how to save more. I mean, there's so much information out there and there's so many great people out there that you can learn from. But first you have to change your attitude and you have to be willing to commit yourself to learn more about, you know, health. Well, you know, uh, health, money or anything of that nature.
1: Yeah. A, a, A very good friend of mine talks about how money is really a tool that we can use to get through life. It's not something that we use. I mean, people are to be loved. Money is not to be loved. Money is to be used. People are not to be used.
2: Right. And, and I learned that a long time ago. I mean, I, I've made a lot of money and I've lost a lot of money. And I've gone through times when money has been tight. And um, some of the things that you just have to learn is, is that um, even if you're down and you're not making the money you want to make,
0: uh-huh.
2: don't have the wrong attitude toward it. Just figure out what you need to do and, and the money will come. And that's one thing that one point that I'd like to stress is that uh, even myself, when I got in sales, I moved to Dallas, I chased money. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was trying to find a job that, oh, this job will make me $100,000 and this is what I'm going to do and all this kind of stuff. And then once I realized if I really got good at one thing and I got great at that one thing, people would want to work with me and the money will come. And the most successful speakers, trainers, uh, the most successful people that are out there, they didn't work because of the money. They worked on themselves and they made themselves better and the money came.
1: Wow, that's really great. I love that. So let's move to a new subject. Let's talk about gratitude and just simply the power of saying thank you. For some people, this is very easy to do, and for others, it really isn't. So what do you recommend when we find ourselves in a spot where it's so, so hard to be thankful?
2: Um, you know, I, I don't think there's ever a, a, a time that you can't be thankful. Um, I've gone, like I said, when I've gone through tough times, there's many times that I sit down and – I, and my wife is one of the first ones that will challenge me on this as well. When if I'm kind of down and out or I'm kind of not thinking the right way or I'm kind of negative, my wife will say, you know what? We're so fortunate to have a roof over our head, to have a, a nice home, to, you know, uh, little things, running water. I mean, I talk about that uh, being from New Orleans. Um, my family and my my wife's family went through Katrina here in Louisiana And the only reason why I bring that up is because one of my friends, Tim and I, we drove back here to Louisiana two days after Katrina. And, I mean, just seeing people with no running water, no lights, nothing, really made an impact on him and made an impact on me and a lot of people that you don't take anything for granted. So even taking a hot shower in the morning to uh, putting food in your stomach. I mean, right now, um, with Christmas being around the corner, there's so many uh, things that I've heard about kids being – um, I think one out of five kids are uh, are uh, homeless and hungry, even, wow. even here in America. And when you hear things like that, that's when your heart just turns and says, you know what, wow, I can get up and take a shower. I can put on clothing. I can eat a sandwich. I mean, little things like that. If you can do that, you, you're richer than most people. And most of us don't even realize that.
1: That is a really, really awesome thought. Oh, my gosh. Gratitude is so important. Saying thank you is so important to others. When someone has done something nice for you, say thank you. I'll I tell you what, because, again, you can be that one ray of light that somebody sees, and you might be the only one all day long. Sometimes just being thanked and being appreciated for something, no matter how big or small it is, can make a huge difference in your day, right? Oh, absolutely. I
2: mean, if, if somebody – we all strive for – I think uh, the lady Saturday, the speaker, said that most uh, – one of the number one things that most Americans, or not Americans, I mean, human beings, want is to be appreciated and loved. And that's Absolutely. one of the ones that we all strive for. So when someone says thank you or, hey, you know, thanks for doing that for me, um, I, you know, and that once again, it goes back to habits. Once you get in the habit of smiling and saying thank you, um, I actually did a seminar for my wife's uh, company here in New Orleans, and the gentleman flew back to Kentucky. He was, they were down here for a conference, and um, he and I are friends now. And he said, Ryan, after I read your book, I got to chapter six, just smile. And he said, I smiled the rest of the day and told people, thank you. And you would have thought that I was on crack. That's what people thought because people are not used to seeing that. So it all goes back to habits. And that's what attitude is. Attitude is a habit. And once you get into that positive thinking, talking and acting, um, which we've discussed this evening, it it really can uh, it can take you far, far. It can take you really far.
1: Yeah. One of my favorite chapters in your book, Ryan, is about being someone's miracle. So many of us wait for a miracle to happen, but we can really activate that by reaching out and helping others, right?
2: Yep, absolutely. And um, that's one of my favorite chapters as well, because so many people, um, and unfortunately, it's just the way we're growing up now. And um, you know, it's all about what's in it for me, attitude. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we have to shine that light off. And you'd be amazed, too, when you're going through a tough time. And I learned this when I lived in Baton Rouge. A friend of mine shared this with me. When you're going through a tough time and you decide to go help somebody else while you're going through a tough time, mm-hmm. your tough time doesn't even seem as big. It doesn't even s- seem like a tough time anymore. Um, when you take that light off of yourself and you shine it on someone else, what they're going through and what they're feeling, you look at yourself and go, wow, okay, that was, that, that's not that bad. You know, so uh, a lot of times it's just really – and that miracle, one of the things I want to uh, press upon on that, Mm -hmm. it's not always donating money or donating time or anything. It could be a word. It could Mm -hmm. be that thank you, like you said. It could be great job or, hey, Ryan, like my mentor said, keep going. You have the talent. Keep going. That was the biggest miracle that anyone could have done for me. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what. Just having someone in your corner and believing in you – When no one else does, I've I've had people in my life like that as well, and I've kept going some days because somebody edified me in that way. So yes, it is absolutely possible to be someone's miracle. Miracles don't have to be of biblical proportions. Sometimes it is as simple as a a word, like you just said. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In your last chapter, you talk about going out and just making it all happen, and you talk about investing in yourself as a beginning point. How important is that, and what else flows from that?
2: That's that's one of the biggest things. Um, That's one thing that I really, um, really, really put up on a pedestal because so many of us, we don't get in the habit of like even even myself, I'll tell myself growing up, I hated to read. Even in college, I couldn't stand to read. Um, I hated books. I mean, I just didn't want to, you know, I wanted to learn, but I didn't want to learn that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I got through college, got into the real world. Friends of mine, you know, had books and they were, you know, telling me about them. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then when I went to go work for Brian Tracy and really saw what reading a book did, what you could learn from it, going to a seminar, um, getting one point, you know, one idea could change your whole attitude about something, going to a seminar, uh, getting a coach, a mentor. I'm, I'm a yes. big believer in that. Um, and also, um, the The information that's out there. There's so many great articles, videos. Um, you could go on YouTube. I watch mm-hmm. all my favorites, Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, to Brian Tracy. They're all on uh, YouTube now. And it's mm-hmm. amazing what's out there now on on, on um, so many ways that you can get to these people where before you couldn't. The only time you could ever see a, a Brian Tracy or Zig Ziglar is if they came to your town or if somebody gave you one of their books or if you borrowed a CD set or a tape set back in those days. Uh, that's about it and now it's so much that you can get it's great that uh if you could dedicate yourself and i I tell this to people as well just dedicate a little time each day If it's 30 minutes listen while you're driving if you if you you have a commute or you're an outside salesperson throw in a disc uh i use my iphone um Mm -hmm. i'll listen to a youtube video or i'll listen to uh a show like yours um when i'm driving so There's so much stuff out there, but you got to get in the habit of doing it on a daily basis. It's like working out. You have to just put the time, and you got to make time to do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We've got three minutes to the end of the show. Let me just ask real quickly, and then I'll ask you my favorite last question. As long as you talked about reading and and mentoring, is there a book out there that you would recommend to anyone who's looking for something motivational, inspirational, or uh, development-wise that they want to look at and read?
2: I would I would recommend recommend my book. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, and, and I'm not saying that just because what I did with my book was one of my goals was is to wrap up a lot of all the information that I learned from a lot of people's books and information um, and things that I I learned and read. Um, and that's why if you look at mine, um, it's all it's about life. It's not about Sales. It's not about leadership or anything of that nature. It's not pinpointed about that. It's about attitude in life, and we all struggle. If it's our health, if it's with money, if it's our past, something that happened to us, um, our future, our goals, our dreams. There's so many things that we we challenge ourselves that we um, that we that we need to challenge ourselves, and that that's why it goes back to that last chapter, making it happen, taking that responsibility. Mm-hmm. grabbing, grabbing yourself, you know, and saying, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, you know what, I can do this. Why not me? Let me challenge myself. Let me learn new things and let me take on things that I've never done. And one of the things I always pinpoint is, is that you must get used to doing things that you're not used to doing to get things that you're not used to getting. Okay, great. Um, Too many of us always want to know, well, why didn't this happen for me or didn't work for me? Mm-hmm. Because you keep doing it the same way, learn okay. new ideas, learn new habits. And that's why it's so important And uh, I really, uh, really recommend the book.
1: Great. And you can get that at www.getoffyourattitude.com. And my last question, Ryan, is who inspires and motivates you?
2: My grandmother to this day still inspires me because I spent a lot of time with her when I was a kid and she died uh, when I was in about the eighth grade. And she's an amazing person and she worked hard her her whole life and her life was cut off too short. So
1: every day she challenges me. All right. And we are at the end of the show. Get Ryan's book at getoffyourattitude.com. You can go to ryanclo.com and learn more about Ryan. And you can learn more about what this show is about by going to www.successprofilesradio.com. You can listen anytime you want. Uh, You can also try to download the show anytime on iTunes or free. We'll be back next Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye, everyone.